Welcome back in. Jay Martin and Mo, 104.5 The Zone, powered by all four seasons garage doors here in Nashville. 11-year NFL veteran involved for life, Ramon Foster, Jonathan Schaefer. I'm Jason Martin. We're on Twitter at Jmart and Ramon. <laughs> Healthcare coverage from Farm Bureau Health Plan is like an extra set of pads when you need them the most. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947, which is one year shy of Dave McGinnis' NFL career, which began, I believe, in 1946. Is that right, Coach Mack? Yeah, that's close. How we doing, J. Mark? Ramon, welcome back, man. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that, Coach. Good morning. I'm good morning. Yeah, Rhett did a, Rhett did a nice job of, uh, of filling in for you, but I'm glad you're back. I appreciate that, Coach. I needed a little break. You know how that goes. So yeah, I'm taking a little break myself. I'm out, I'm out with the family out in West Texas. We're getting ready to have a big family get-together out here, and I'll hang here for a few days and then – Make a little, make a little trip to to L.A. and then I'll be back in Nashville. It's about time to go. Are yeah. you uh, hog hunting out there? I got to ask that. That's the only thing I can think of. Like you're in Texas, are you hog hunting anything? My brother and I are probably going to jump in my sister's ranch pickup and drive to the ranch. And uh, he was just showing me his guns last night, and uh, we might look for a few. See. I figured, I figured, win in, win in Texas. So you in Texas, are you totally out in terms of the football world? Like, are you totally separate from it this last bit of time no. before you come back, or are you still working? You know what, Jay Martin? It's a good question because, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've kind of closed down a little bit. I had a, a couple of calls uh, yesterday with a, a couple of college coaches, uh, you know, around here that I might go visit. Uh, of course, when you say going to go visit in West Texas, guys, I mean, driving 60 miles is like going around the corner, you know, out here in, in West Texas. So I may go visit a couple of guys. But, uh, you know, of course, I still keep up keep up with what's going on. But this is this is a time, really, that, that and we've talked about this on previous shows in the last couple of weeks uh, with you guys, is that, you know, you've got to, you've got to be able to, to decompress a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, before you get, before you get started And this. Uh, and we also talked about this too. Once the 4th of July is over, I mean, it's a downhill racer, you know, staff's coming back to 24th players will be back to 27th teams that are playing in the hall of fame game are coming back a week earlier than that. So it's on top of us guys. Coach, have you ever done the Hall of Fame game before? I think I think we, I talked to Ramon about this, and he basically talked about how nobody wants to play in that game, and the turf is a problem, and there's all sorts of reasons why that's that's not something players and, and coaches are a big fan of. Coached in it four times. Coached in it four times, uh, and 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 really really didn't bother me a, a lot uh, coming to camp early. Uh, I tell you what, we were in the Hall of Fame game one year. We we came we came to camp early, and that was back in the day when you still had, you know, five weeks of, of camp. I mean, real mm-hmm. camp, you know, with two days and, and everything. And so that made it that made it a six week deal. That was that was a long time, but uh, we really didn't uh, mind it. I mean, the best one that I remember, memory wise, if we want to go down memory lane real quick with the Titans, is when. Uh, Jeff Fisher pulled the, the fake punt with A.J. Trapasso, you know, there uh, when we were playing Buffalo and, and went for a touchdown. And I was about ready to come out of the booth then. The game was over then as far as I was concerned. We had worked all, on that all week so that he could spring that on Bobby April, who was their special teams coach over there at Buffalo, and uh, that worked. And plus, uh, that was the year that Ralph Wilson was inducted. And, of course, you know, he and uh, – and, and Mr. Adams was out there with us. Uh, the, the cool, cool thing about that trip was was the Hall of Fame uh, closed down and just gave each team separately on separate nights uh, or uh, separate days 
you know, a, a tour of the Hall of Fame, you know, mm-hmm. as much as much time as you wanted in there. That was that was it was a good trip. So I, I that didn't bother me a lot. Uh, when it comes down to that game, though, the evaluation of players is always big, man. Um, but of course, you got to be able to manage, you know, guys and and what you're doing. That extra week can mean a lot for an older guy or even for your young guys. What was the hardest part as far as just being able to? manage that extra week was it, it, it because there is no practice that has just like dead time um so what was the mindset going into an extra week of camp well and it, it was it, it, uh, that you're, you're talking like a like a, a former player that understands <laughs> camp so what we did when we came in there we already had it in our mind who we were going to play in that game and so the first part of that camp everybody got work but the players that we were going to play and evaluate got the most work mm-hmm. during that week leading up to it because it, it, when you and that's that's back when we had four preseason games remember and so that you know that extra fifth game that was a lot we didn't play any veterans in that first game yeah. none yeah coach um earlier we went through a list and this was a legit list coach this wasn't one of your your, your throwaway lists this was former it was okay. it, execs and and front office and scouts NFL scouts that did this list that Jay uh, that Jay read off earlier, and we went through hey, the offense. Hey, Ramon, Ramon, yes, Ramon. When you and Jay Martin, when you tell me this is a legit list from you two, then I believe you. So yeah, let's go. This isn't one. This isn't one of the. This isn't one of the stupid lists. It's not a media list. It's not mm-hmm. a hot take list. It's similar to the Sando quarterback tiers list that he okay, did for good. years. I like Mike Sando. Yeah. So yeah. I think the, I think the point here and where Ramon was going okay. was in interior offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roger Saffold is number seven in the league, according to these guys, according to scouts and executives and players and coaches at the position. And Taylor Lewan is yeah. seventh in the tackles list. So you've got two really solid sort of check marks next to those guys and Nate Davis. And that spells really good things. I mean, you should feel yeah. optimistic as a Titans fan, not just about the weapons that you have, but also the protection of those weapons. No, I agree, and, and and let me just say, of course, I was with Roger, you know, for five seasons before I came here and before he came here. I know what Roger Saffold is, mm-hmm. and I mean, he's an he's an exceptional physical talent. I mean, he's very he's very gifted. I mean, he he is, and and and, and Taylor Lewan Taylor Lewan is special. I mean, vetting him coming out. I mean, this guy's a big, long guy yeah. that's nasty. I mean, once he gets his hands on you, you're done. Uh, and so, yeah, and both of them, they're side to side, and they're both paid like it. I mean, they're yeah. both paid like, you know, they're, they're that type of player, which they are. So I, I agree with that. You know, and, of course, clearly you need both of them healthy side by side, yeah. you know, for this season to do what we want to do. That's clearly, you know, what we need. Yeah, I think Ben Jones is a huge part of that offensive line. A lot of times centers get overlooked for whatever reason. But I think Ben Jones has been a huge, you know, solidifying uh, uh, cementing force for that offensive line. And, and Nate Davis, guys, we, we talk about rookies coming into the league. And, I mean, Nate Davis really basically, you know, lost a whole lot of his rookie development his rookie year because he got hurt, right. you know, when he come in for that training camp. But he has done nothing but get better. He has gotten better, you know, both being able, you know, to understand what's going on. He's gotten better physically. He's gotten better spatially, understanding what's happening in there because Ramon can attest to this better than anybody can about how quick and fast things happen and work in there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that should, that, that's a good thing. I mean, that, that should be a strength of this football team. The position at right tackle is going to be very interesting. Yeah. I am going to be very interested, as I'm sure a lot of other people are, to watch that position uh, evolve 
you know, throughout the training camp and then in the three preseason games. But uh, I can't say I disagree with that because, first of all, I know both of those players. Uh, well, of course, all of them. But, you know, I know Roger, you know, very well. And, uh, you know, he and Taylor Lewan together, that's one of the better left sides when they're healthy in the league. And, and, and that's the, the beauty of the way, you know, John Robinson, the front office, has, has developed this, uh, this roster. Also, is you look at a very solid left side of the line, which you got to be when your blind side is the quarterbacks, uh, when, when that's your blind side. But like you said, this battle of this right side from right guard over, well, not really right guard, but whatever's going to, whoever's going to be the starter at right tackle is going to be very interesting. But they have some veterans, some real good veterans to lean on to cultivate the rest of this offensive line coach. You got to just tip your hat at the way they've put this roster together. Well, Ramon, you make a real good point there, and I hope our listeners are uh, have zeroed in on what you just said. They have got some veterans over there on that right side, you know, that that are going to be able to to do the things initially that you need done, and then Dylan Radens will have a chance to develop, you know, behind those guys. And however quickly he comes along, that's up to him. But the fact that he doesn't have to come in and right now be the guy. Maybe be the guy eventually, but mm-hmm. he's got some veterans that he can develop behind him while the other four of them are really solid together and coalescing. And you know as well as I do, Ramon, if you have, if, if you have four of the five mm-hmm. that you, you are definitely solidified with and know what's going on, and then veterans on the other spot where you're developing a young and upcomer, uh, you should be in pretty decent shape. When they drafted Radens, you know, I went out on a limb and said, you know, immediately, I think he will be one of the seven active right from the start on wow. game day. And so it's going to be interesting to watch what happens on that right side. But what is happening on that right side, you know, is is, is all connected to the, the strength from the left side on over. And if everybody stays healthy in that group, that sh- that is a very solid group. Not should be, is. Another thing, uh, another one of the lists, the same, same group, I guess it would be different uh, coaches and players at, at different positions. There talked about interior defensive linemen last week, and Jeff was sixth. Big Jeff, Big Jeff was sixth, and one uh, AFC scout said, "Hey, nobody is Aaron Donald, but this guy might be the closest that we've seen." And somebody in the NFC said, "Dude, basically was playing on one leg and was still awfully good." <laughs> and quote, "He's coming. We know he's coming. Big time praise for Big Jeff." Yeah, and, you know, let's let's just go back to vetting him coming out. I remember standing in Mike Keith's office, and, and John Robinson came by before that draft, and I just got through watching, you know, Big Jeff and, 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 and John Robinson and I and, and uh, Mike were just talking about players coming up in the draft, and I just I said, you know, this kid at Mississippi State, I just watched him, and, and he, John Robinson looked at me and went, oh, yeah. Mm. You know, and so – to me, uh, you know, uh, John Robinson did a, a, a really good job of being able to foresee into the future of his kid. Look, this guy is is as violent as they come, and that's the first thing that stood out to me was how violent he played and how much he was playing on the other team's side of the line of scrimmage. Plus, you got a big man that can move. Now, mm-hmm. the difference between he and Aaron Donald, of course, you know, I was there with the Rams when we drafted Aaron Donald too, and betting him. You know, he's a he's a, a, a shorter guy, but his movement ability and his strength. Is is equal to a guy you know uh, physically bigger than Aaron Donald is, but but his his quickness and his strength and his immediacy in his movements and his tenaciousness is what makes Aaron Donald you know the elite of the elite as to what he's done ever since he's come into the league. Here's what Big Jeff has. Big Jeff has that temperament 
but he's got he's got bigger size, mm-hmm. and so that should be very special. The leg and a half thing was very very uh, accurate. Uh, I, I'm still shocked about how quickly he came back and what he was able to do. But you could you could see in that initial time when he came back, guys, he wasn't what he was. But now he is getting there, and now he also has that knowledge of that center guard triangle about what they're trying to do to him in there. You know, as 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 the plays unfold, and he he learns a little bit more now about what to expect. Uh, I, I see nothing but really good things for Jeffrey Simmons. I think who those two. Descriptions that you just read were pretty spot on in what they said. So with that, Danico Autry, how much does that help out Big Jeff? We talked about that a lot, but when you look at some of the some of the scouting coming out of Indianapolis, it's we want to see these really talented dudes without Danico Autry because it seems that the secret was out at least with the Indian with the with the Colts media and the team, the the guys that were covering that team that Autry was a huge part of what led to the success on defense for that squad. Yeah, Jay Mar, and he was. All you have to do is turn the tape on and watch it. Because to me, I really don't care what the guys' names are when I'm watching the tape. I just want to watch and see what they are doing. You know, when the ball snapped, and and this guy, this guy, he he showed up and he appeared a lot. The two games that we played him, every time that you 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 vetted film and started watching the opponent, you know, when I was getting ready for the broadcast, he was always doing something on the other side of the line of scrimmage. And so those kind of guys are just extremely valuable. Plus, when you look at him, he's a long guy. He's got a, he's got a build that he can, he can move down inside. He can also play on the edge. You can do a lot of things with him. And here's the other thing, guys, that is important to me. This is a veteran player. This is a veteran battle-tested player in the National Football League that understands and knows how to and knows how to get it done. Putting that type of experience with Jeffrey Simmons, who is still gaining experience, because the first year that he had, I mean, he was really just treading water the first year he came in. That to me is going to be a huge help. But physically, Danico Autry is exactly what you want in a multiple front defense. Coach, um, you, you bring up a point a, a little bit about new guys coming into the fold, and I always like to pick your your brain because you were in the front office, you were a coach, and, and I like to know how you guys think as a former player. So, first, sir, it's been a very interesting topic this offseason about what they're going to do with the tight end position. It seems to be he's going to be tight end number one. My question I have for you is, you know, when you're in that seat or you're in those uh, those those coaches' meetings and you're discussing personnel and you got a guy who's gone into a first-year starter role, like, what are the questions and concerns that you have for a guy? Not Ferkser in particular, but just in general. When it's a guy, I don't care if it's a guard, a tight end, a defensive tackle. When it's time for them to be, hey, we're going to roll with him if all things work out in camp. What's the mindset of the coaching staffs behind this type of decision to be made? What can we do to take what he does best and, and, and then form something with that to be able to help him? Don't try to make him what he is not. Okay. Okay. Be malleable and be flexible enough, you know, with your creativity and with the other weapons that you have, you know, that you have on offense, you know, and we, we this offense is going to run through the running game. It's mm-hmm. going to go through Derrick Henry. But the way you're going to deploy those other people and plus Ferkser, look, it, it, it's a square peg in the round hole type of thing. Mm-hmm. Do what he does best. He's got some real qualities that can, that can blend into an offense that can really help. But, don't put him in situations that are not ideal for him because 
you know what, Ramon, and just what you say, if it's not ideal for the player, right. then guess who it's not ideal for? It's not ideal for the team, mm-hmm. okay? So do what's ideal for the player within the framework of what you are doing and then build around that. The one thing that you always have to know, and you know this, you played for a lot of years, you cannot, you cannot just be so – you can't be static in the National Football League. You mm-hmm. can't be static as a coach. And you can't be inflexible with the way things go because, you know, you know, week to week in the National Football League, because of who you have available, you have to do what's best to make you the best at that time. Right. So you've had this whole offseason now to figure out. And, and you know, plus, you know, uh, Todd's been here with mm-hmm. Ferkser. He knows what he can do best. And Ferkser is a smart guy. He can tell you what he does best, too. That's the other thing that's very important. Mm-hmm. And I found out real early in my young coaching career, you know, some, you know, the veteran players, the good coaches, they they have cut, they have dialogues right. with their players about what they feel they can do best too. And now let's coalesce and come together and and make it all work for us. And so it's going to be interesting to watch and see. But he has got a skill set that can that can blend into what I believe this offense is going to be very very well. But don't put him in situations that are not good for him because right. if those situations aren't good for him, they're not good for the team. Coach, you've seen a lot. Uh, you've been around and you've been in nature quite a bit. You talk about coalescing and coming together. Have you ever seen turtles amidst mating practices? Yeah, and let me tell you something, guys. The bigger the turtles are, the further you need to get away from that. <laughs> I learned, Coach Mack. My nine-year-old, I had to break it down to him, Coach. It wasn't. I wasn't ready for that conversation to be had, Coach Mack. Yeah, where, where were you, Ramon? We were at the San Diego Zoo, Coach, and we thought okay, the turtle okay, well, exhibit. Those are, those are big turtles, yeah. You need, to, <laughs> you, need, you, need, you need to take little Ramon and take him back over to the Lego land while that's going on. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll end it right there, Coach. Enjoy, enjoy the, the couple of days with, with family and loved ones. We look forward to getting you back, man. Enjoy yourself. See you, guys. See you. See you. That's Coach Mack. You can plan on Farm Bureau health plans for better coverage, better rates, and better customer service. They've been providing Tennesseans with the home field advantage for almost 75 years. It's been a week. Yeah. It's been a week. But game show time is next. Ramon and birthdays. Oh, boy. It's next. Jay Martin, Ramon, 104.5 The Zone.